My name is Jose, and this is my story. This is Hard Cash from 2002 on Stinger Madness. What's that smell? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm thirsty as fuck. Thirsty, thirsty, thirsty as fuck. Hey, look at me! Yuki! Thrill me. If you come back in here, I'm gonna hit you with so many rights, you're gonna beg for a left. Thrill me. Beg for a left. Thrill me. Hey, look at me! No more! Hangers! It stinks. Hello, welcome to Sticker Madness. We are back after a short absence due to Sam's uh, gonorrhea infestation that he caught while he was in TJ. Uh, sorry about uh, your penis and your butt. I'm robo tripping right now. I'm not. All the, I'm not all the way over it. Okay, you didn't have gonorrhea. You got no, the flu. I got influenza. Yeah, and I've got <laughs> my voice just came back on Wednesday. And I, I took Robitussin before I started recording, so I might say some weird shit. You might be robo-tripping. I am. Jackie, you are not real. You are not robo-tripping right now, Jackie. How's uh, how's not being high on drugs? Uh, I got the food poisoning earlier this week. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Let's not go into detail on what happened. <laughs> yeah, let's. You, you've ever had food poisoning. You know my pain. You feel sorry for me. You're like, fuck Sam. He doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> he's high on Robo tussing it, whatever, dude. You don't understand what it means to be on the toilet for hours. So this, You this... name your toilet Frank after a while and start talking to the lid. <laughs> So it's like mouth and butt disease. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. The irony is that in Sam's mind right now, because he's robotussing, we all look like toilets named Frank. So, because he's tripping balls. Yeah. Well, if he's going to shit, I hope just, he picks you. I'm sitting across the room looking at myself right now, <laughs> going, what a piece of shit. <laughs> How am I not myself? How am I not myself? Why am I that guy? <laughs> um... Before we get going on this, I want to remind everybody to follow us on uh, Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Stinker Madness. Talk to us there. Uh, Twitter.com forward slash Stinker Madness. Email us. Mail at StinkerMadness.com. Support us on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Stinker Madness. Uh, again, thanks to uh, Jake B for uh, his continued uh, mega Patreon ninjing. I don't know what the... The inging. What, what what is it when you ing a word like I'm running? What is that? It's a echo, action. echo, echo, yeah, verb. Action, the English action modifier. Okay, it's a mod- modifier. Thank you, Sam. Um, he's uh, still supporting us uh, on his big uh, thing, which means he gets uh, two picks coming up. Uh, his first pick is a good one. I'm not going to reveal what it is, but I'm super jacked about it, and we've been needing to get to this one for a while. But... Uh, uh, it's a foreign film, so that should be fun. Um, now, when can we expect that to be open there, I Justin? I think probably at the end of the next rotation. So I've got a pick coming, then probably Sam and you, and then we'll do Jack's movie. Sam, please tell us good news about Hard Cash, because oh, there's s- not good news in the movie. Oh, I'll you're s- welcome. I'll yeah. start with the bad news. Okay. We saw it, right? When it, <laughs> we when saw it, it end of story. It. Yeah, No, but before the movie starts, the first graphic came up and it said, Millennium Films, and we went, oh, this is an Evie Lerner movie. Yep. 
that's all you really need to know. Like, that's the problem with an Abby Lerner movie is like, what's the history of this film? It's an Abby Lerner movie. Yeah. It was made in a blender. It's a bad banana smoothie. <laughs> uh, the writer that uh, Willie Dreyfus. Willie. Oh, Willie. <laughs> Willie Dreyfus. Willie Dreyfus. He, uh, he has written such films as Hard Cash and had cameos uh. in such films as Hard Cash. <laughs> now, what cameo was he? Man on Street. <laughs> We didn't even get a good look at Willie. <laughs> he was an extra. <laughs> he was an extra in his own fucking movie. Oh, that sucks. Uh, the director is a, a Serbian fellow that had done a couple other movies, but that's about it. Okay. And I Because it's an Abby Lerner film, that's all you really have to say. I, I kind of, research-wise, just kind of went, what we should do here is look at fucking Val Kilmer and Daryl Hannah, because they're both in this. Right. And go... How did they get here? How did they get here? Christian well, Slater, we can kind of track his trajectory in 2002. We kind of know where he's at in 2002, but the other two? I, we think that really, so Christian Slater, beyond like his appearance in Heather's, like that was his sort of probably, and I don't know, I think that Cuffs was a bigger deal than Heather's for him. Oh, I don't know about that, but okay. I can it, well, he's a lead in it. It can be argued. Sure, uh, but like his sort of starting point was... Um, the little brother in Legend of Billy Jean. Okay. And so by this point, he's on his comeback. Like these other people, their bubbles had burst. Wait, wait, he has a comeback? <laughs> the fact that he was, that's where I'm going with this. I think that being on screen for him at all uh-huh. is a comeback. Yeah, true. true and true. Uh, prior to this, a little bit, there was a movie called like Julian Poe with, uh, that he did independently it was like a Sundance darling that it was okay uh-huh. but uh, the fact that he's even working at all right Right. no he belongs in this movie yeah uh, whereas Daryl Hannah mm-hmm. I went to go where did her bubble burst I think it's still Magnolia's in 1989 yeah it's the 80s I mean think name two other movies Splash Splash Clan of and, the Cave Bear oh Clan of the Cave well I was gonna say Blade Runner but yeah. They're all 80s movies. Yeah. Like, she died in the 90s. No, the most generous I can give her is the Grumpy Old Men movies, and she's yeah. such a four-line character right. in those. Uh-huh. Barely even in them. Yeah. Well, and she did not, she didn't age well. Like, she really, especially in this movie, and I'm just going to say this, they really tried to tart her up. Yes, they make her the sexy. And... She she's the distraction in their crime team. Like, ooh, send in the hotness. All the security guards will be distracted, and then we can just pick money off of the safe. And they just do nothing flattering for her it, in that aspect, and it really just highlights her her aged face. And they try to make her look like she did on Splash, right? In Splash, but well, it doesn't it doesn't slutter. work. No, she's not. She, yeah, this is wrong. It, bad cast for her. They didn't do, and they could have probably been more kind with the facial makeup. I wouldn't. I'll give her a good compliment. Her figure is quite good for her age at this point. She still looks pretty hot from the neck down. Uh, if you're into um, uh, ironing boards, uh, not really my thing. You know, she looks she, to me. She looks try like to a, be nice. She looks like a crack okay, horse. Fine. <laughs> fine. Try yeah, to be nice. Does. But you know, they could have totally redeemed her and let her show her boobs in the sex. No, scene, I don't. But want they it. didn't. I didn't want. I don't want it. I'm done. I, you know what? I'm done with Daryl Hannah. Let's go into the fun thing I want to talk about. Well, we're not done with Daryl. Valley Hannah, fucking because, Kilmers. Because the. <laughs> 
it's almost like this is a mini comeback film for both of these people, even though it's awful and no one watched it. Right. I didn't even know it existed, right? Correct. Uh, the next year, she does Kill Bill, which is as much right. yeah, of a thing for her as there's going to be. She, she's great in it. Until now. Yep. So, does she ever take her top off in a movie? No. Why are you hung up on Daryl Hannah's boobs all of a sudden? I don't. I haven't I, seen. I just, I've never thought about it. But now you're but like. Sam's a boob guy, so I he's must. here. No. I don't think. She does. No, I don't hmm. think she does. Okay. And I don't think it's a thing. Um, Everybody took their top off in the 80s, Justin. <laughs> God, you don't even know. Okay. Everybody? Everybody. Everybody's Nancy topless. Reagan, Nancy Reagan's titties were out everywhere. Roddy Dangerfield did, and he did a, he did a one piece in uh, <laughs> Back to School. Yeah, yeah see? What is it? The Triple Lindy? The triple indie. The dive? The triple indie? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. See, screw you. Everybody awesome. took their tops off. Not Rodney Dangerfield. He was wearing it. He had the it's a top. onesie. He's a onesie for the triple indie, the greatest dive in the history of it's organized sports. Child's pajamas that he's wearing, <laughs> Jackie. <laughs> he looked great. Sam? So, with Val Kilmer, you have a couple of them really tank on him right after the Batman. I can think of one. <laughs> So the saint did okay, which doesn't make sense. Because I know you were going to go there. Like, that saint, that movie sure stinks. And had I not watched it recently, I'm like, the saint is a great movie. But had I, had I wa- because I've watched it recently, I'm like, woof. the saint, woof, that's, whoa, that's an episode. Um, I also think that it's at this point he starts discovering fried food again. Yeah. Yeah, he's bulking up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I kind of thought, like, there were a couple of scenes and maybe I'm wrong, maybe you guys will correct me, that it looked like he was doing the Boy George uh-huh. where they painted his double chin black okay. sure. and then made him wear a high shirt so it just looked really shaded so you couldn't tell that he had put on weight. Uh-huh. I, I don't know if you guys noticed that, but I did. Yeah, and what's weird here with him is that he gets sort of a mini comeback after this too with Wonderland and The Salt and the Sea, and he does shirtless scenes in both of those movies, and he's kind of back in shape. Huh. Uh, either way, though, the last thing that he did that was really good would be Kiss Kiss Bang Bang probably in 2005. Really good? Yeah. You're calling Kiss Kiss Bang Bang really good? For Val Kilmer. For Val Kilmer. Okay, fine. Oh, come on. He was great in The Snowman. It was in a it was in a movie theater is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Uh, at first sight with him and Mira Sorvino. Oh, yes. Mira Sorvino. That one did twenty million against a sixty million dollar budget. Ouch! How do you spend sixty million dollars about a blind guy falling in love? Where think, do you spend sixty I on think that? Mira cost twenty right then. Man, that was right after Mighty Aphrodite. Paul Zorvino's daughter better pair whatever. I mean, come on. Well, she just won the Academy Award. Yeah, but twenty million. I mean, come on. She was. <laughs> I, there was a five-year sweet spot on her that I was like, oh, hot oh, yeah, stuff. Yeah, no, Mira Sorvino's great, but dude, I don't think in 1996 Tom Cruise could even be like, pay me $20 million. That's a lot of money. Sure. I just want to say for anybody who's listening who's thinking about doing a movie, I will do almost any movie, almost any movie for a million dollars. Okay, great. I, I am like... This is going to go so... To, to I'm launching my career. Jokes. I am launching my career. You're wow. You'd be in a million a movie for a million dollars. Hey, how about that? Um, I'm got twenty mil on me. I, yeah, yeah. What about you, Justin? Fifty bucks. 
50 bucks uh, yeah that's what that's what a day rate is for an extra fuck i'll be an extra 50 bucks the last time i was starring in a film uh i actually had to gaff for the same film the day after, <laughs> that I, was, the day after I was in it right exactly <laughs> yeah. most films are free jackie it wasn't like i was you know they got me for the acting either like uh, we need you to be a gaffer today. Can you also do some acting? <laughs> um, do I get to act as a gaffer? Is no, there any way that we can see this movie that you're, no, you're in? The lead. Uh, probably somewhere. I don't know. It's been a few years. Um, I would like to get a clip for that for our website. We can't. We've already talked about it. It's not happening. It's not our we rights. Yeah, yeah, I'm just in it. I don't. Oh darn. So. Okay. Anyway, um, right after that, though, I think is the bubble burster on Val Kilmer, and I was at the theater for both of those. Be Red Planet. Yes. Yes, Red Planet was a major pile of shit. <laughs> yeah, Red and Planet he's awful in it. is the the same. It's uh, $33 million against an $80 million yeah, budget. Yeah, but that's a huge science fiction film with lots of special effects. That makes sense to me. Uh, it was a build as a huge science fiction movie with lots of special <laughs> effects. It was Val Kilmer standing in rooms and you wondering when it was going to become a science fiction movie. <laughs> Because I saw that shit at the theater, and it yeah. blew ass. Yeah. It was right in that timetable as Event Horizon, too, where you're like, oh, God, all these space movies suck. At least Event Horizon got stupid as fuck. <laughs> Red Planet didn't even do that. Oh, and he reveals himself to be the bad guy, Sam. It's pretty laughable. I mean, it's awful. It's terrible. Um, What else? What else we got on this? That's it. Okay. Did it? Uh, this was DTV, right? Yeah, just Millennium. So Millennium isn't even the top bill of New Image. It's the under bill. Yeah. This is New Image's under bill. Right. Yeah. Mm. So this one went right to the shelf. <laughs> 2002, this went right to Blockbuster's shelf. I just don't get it. Like, man, these guys could make this movie today, and I believe it, but yeah. in 2002, what? And what's interesting Beyond this is that the poster, the, there is no poster, obviously, but the cover for the video cassette uh-huh. uh, was Val Kilmer behind Christian Slater. And guess who the third out of all these people we've talked about? Bill Forsyth. No. No, it's the Jose guy. Vern no? Schroyer. Uh, Bukim Woodbine was the Bukim third Woodbine. on the, uh, <laughs> he was the third on the, on the cover, but then he didn't get his name on there. It was just like you see Val Kilmer's name and Christian Slater's name, and then there's this other guy <laughs> standing Slater, here. Kilmer, other folks. Yeah. <laughs> and Booking Wood. Hey. <laughs> uh, yeah, we should mention Vern Troyer appears in this, uh, who died last year, um, sadly. Um, and Billy Forsyth. Billy Forsyth, who is probably going to outlive us all because he's. Uh, Probably he's like Lloyd Bridges' character from the uh, Hot Shots movies. He's he's more just parts now. Yeah, <laughs> I think he was always parts, uh-huh. and that's what makes him great. And I think they actually might have put Sarah Downing's name on the cover of the movie. Yeah, even though I have no idea who she is, barely recognize. I've seen her, her in a few other things, yeah. but nothing like this quality of movie. Uh, what are you talking about? Uh, Paige, the the girlfriend. Oh, okay, yeah. And then you said that Christian Slater was in. Uh, 21 Jump Street, which he was not. He was not. I looked it up. But I believe Rodney Rowland was. He's in this movie. Okay. And he's also in Space Above and Beyond, the show that only I liked. <laughs> and then, of course, one Balthazar Getty. Balthazar Getty. 
Balthazar Who's, been in an episode? Um, I don't know. I do know that Balthazar Getty has twice been the president of the Balthazar Getty fan club. Yeah. <laughs> that, he, he hasn't actually done that. He doesn't have one of those. Oh, look, another letter to me. <laughs> to me, from me. From me. <laughs> Dear Balthazar, I nominate you, you president. <laughs> done and done. Someday I'd like to meet you and shake your hand. Well, let's take care of that right now, dear fan. <laughs> wow, you even rhymed in everything. <laughs> All right. Uh, hard Cash from 2002. Starts out, uh, Christian Slater's character's name is Taylor. Um, he's a small-time crime guy. Uh, he's meeting with uh, Bill Forsyth, who is, I think, a bigger-time crime guy. Who's got some phony money? Is that what's happening here? They're, they're so, buying yeah. the phony cash? Or? It looks like uh, Slater's trying to move some marked bills on to Forsyth, and Forsyth's going to buy them for... Yeah, but then why is Christian Slater or Taylor like eyeballing these bills? Like, yeah, these bills look great. Like, wow, these are really good-looking okay, bills. Like, maybe you guys did a great job. Forsyth is the... Launderer, right? And they're gonna give him some funny money. I don't know how this crime stuff works. The, but Maybe they, they have special detergent. You but you were sitting on that. You just couldn't wait, could you? No, thank you. Like this isn't even a good time to pull out the "I'm laundering money" joke. Uh huh. I can't wait. <laughs> OxyClean. <laughs> it's gonna smell so fresh. He looks at the dollars and he's like. Sham wow, you guys did a great job. <laughs> um, yeah, okay, we're done with laundering money jokes, right? I hope. Yeah. Um, so, Bill Forsyth is a real dick. To the, to kind of. I, I agree with him. Like, <laughs> but at the same time, I don't. Because okay, he's like, right. he's got his guys. He's like, why'd you bring your fucking buddy? Okay, that's a good point. Why did I bring my fucking buddy? Uh, why'd you bring your pregnant girlfriend? Uh, why are all these people in my house? Right. But then I'm like, I'm kind of not on your side. Why are you doing this at your house? Right. You should do this somewhere else. Yeah. I mean, you are the one that set up this meeting, buddy. Yeah. You know, what, what kind of operation you running here? And we need to introduce Nikita, who is Christian Slater's money launderer. That's what we find out his deal is later. Yeah. But his entire story arc is very weird because... He's from Russia and, like, is from Russia. Yes. But very not ethnically from Russia and has a Cuban accent. <laughs> sure. I'm not really sure what's going on with Nikita. Well, and he's got a green card. No, he has a he has a passport from Russia. He says he has a green card. It's clearly just a driver's license. Yeah, he shows the green card in the beginning. But it's a driver's license. And then later he gets his passport because he becomes an American citizen. You don't... None of that makes any sense. You don't become an American citizen with a passport. Here's That's what my he passport. said. I'm from the U.S. Now. He's like, I got a passport. I'm an American citizen now. And he's hitting that guy with it. Um, And, and the whole time Bill Forsyth is saying horrible racial slurs about him being a Mexican. Yeah. But he's a Russian-Italian with a Cuban accent who dresses like he's from Havana. It's so weird, this Nikita guy. He's, he doesn't make any sense. He does not make sense. Anyways, so Paige 
has is pretending to be pregnant. She's got Fern Troyer stuffed in her dress. And she pretends to have to go pee, and she sneaks Fern Troyer in. And, of course, he's a little pervert because he's like, I was next to your vagina. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, you couldn't even tell, you know. Um, and uh, she puts him in the bathroom vanity to hang out for a while, I guess. He's gonna. He's now the inside man. Right. He's under the sink waiting, laying in wait. What's that... Uh, the uh, Cirque du Soleil guy from uh, Ocean's Eleven. They have a term for him. There's like a basher and, uh, you know, he's, he's the spring job. The, the, the flip switcher. It's much I cooler. I can't remember what they call him. But yeah. yeah the... the old smash and grab jobber thing guy. <laughs> Title your sex tape. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, well, you have to have one of those. <clears throat> So he's in. He hangs out in the vanity until it's time to go into action mode, which he then proceeds to use a tiny dart gun to shoot the guards. Yeah, and it's an instantaneous dart gun. You get hit by the dart, and you're like, "Whoa!" And it's huge darts that are bigger than the gun itself, <laughs> and you don't have to reload it. It's pretty close <laughs> to about the same size. Well, they're, the darts look like they're as long as the barrel of this gun. Uh-huh. And quite honestly, after going to the gun range for the very first time oh, ever this brother. weekend, Ugh. learning how to shoot a gun, those darts have to fit somewhere, and it wasn't in the handle of that gun. No, it's the gun is too small to hold multiple darts, because he shoots three people with this, and it doesn't make any sense. And at one point in time, he springs out of the toilet, implying that Vern Troyer can fit in a toilet bowl. Yeah. He's a little turd. In a drain. Like, come on. It's stupid. Um, it, it Somehow they've tripped the silent alarm as well. Yeah, so Billy Forsyth's character is a guy that launders money that also has a hotline to the police. Uh-huh. Somebody's busted into my house. Come help me. They're trying to steal my pretend money. They're trying to steal my crime. Get it back. Come here and arrest me for it. I'd like to press charges against my criminal activities. Yep. (laughs) Well, you know, based off the look of this house, it's in a pretty swank neighborhood. Okay. So you would, I I can believe that there is somebody there patrolling, maybe not the police, but definitely like the neighborhood guard. You're a mob guy. You have your own guys. You have your, he has has his his own own guys. guys. And you disconnect the silent alarm, Jackie. If you're if if you need a like a cover house and you move into it and you learn that it's got a silent alarm and the police show up, that's the last thing you want. Well, come on in, officers. What's with this pile of cash? <laughs> Why are your two guys killing the intruder in the corner? Right. Whoops. Um, are, he fell on that bullet. I'm pretty sure human trafficking is illegal. Yeah. Oh, don't worry about that. They're in my garage. They're my problem, officer. Just find my crime. <laughs> Somebody has stolen my crime. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, Jackie, you would not make it as a crime lord. <laughs> nope. <laughs> so they all run away. His team runs away, except for uh, Taylor, who takes the rap and basically goes to jail so, for a year. Yeah, he. well, I mean, that's another dubious point because he's like, all right, I'm here. It's me. Uh-huh. He doesn't have anything on him. No. All they can get him for is breaking and entering. Correct. 90 days. 90 days. Well, and it's weird how they how they shot this. Uh-huh. 
there he's like having flash forwards of them locking him up. Right. And what the jail cell is going to look like. Like this was just weird. Not to mention he could probably just walk out with a good lawyer and say, "Look, there was some su- suspicious stuff going on. I came in to see if I could help. The door was open. There's these guys laying on the ground. They've they look like they've been shot. I'm just here to try to help." Yep. And you guys showed up. Either that or you walk out and be like, I'm part of this household. Everybody else is knocked no, the no, fuck no, out. No, no, Jackie, you can't say you're part of the household. There's crime in there. You don't do anything. You walk out the front door. Now there's no evidence that it was never locked to begin with. Exactly. So you're just terrible at crime. You are awful at crime, Jackie. Damn. <laughs> you're worse than Christian Slater. Um, so, yeah, he goes to jail for a fucking year. And he gets out. Does the whole freaking con air, I'm fucking free, I'm going to go see my girl thing. And go, then meets Jose, of course. And meets Jose. One of the uh, main characters of this movie, <laughs> main, as it were. One of the main. One of the best characters in this movie. Most important character arcs in the tale of our cash. Jose's trip to America. <laughs> trip to America, my ass. He just gets on a bus. <laughs> That is like a long trip bus. It's not a it's city not a prison bus, bus or a prison bus. It's not a bus that would take stops. Uh huh. This bus just stops in the middle of nowhere. Looks like somewhere in like Iowa. Yeah, hey. that's what I think too. And middle America. There's a guy. There's a guy. Let's let him on the bus. And he gets in the bus. And he's like, "Hi, my name's Jose." And then Christian Slater's like, "Hi, I'm Taylor." And now he's in the movie. And then Jose goes to the back of the bus and says, my name is my name. Yeah. I'm sorry, Jose. What is your story? (laughs) What's your deal, dude? Are you fucking Daffy? Or do you just... Like, is it... I don't know what Jose is. Is he comic relief? I don't know. Or is he just like some baffling metaphor that we'll never understand? I think he's supposed to be kind of a comic relief. But it's not funny. No. My name is my name. <laughs> oh, that Jose. He's well, a regular Benny Hill. Okay. Yeah, there's no... He's Jose. He's Jose. All right. Uh, that's the last we see of Jose for some time. Not really. <laughs> it's only about 10 minutes. And he's like, Hi, my name is Jose and I sell oranges. Like, oh, More money. got a job now. All right, we'll get back to Jose. But for the most part, he fucks off right now. Um, Taylor goes back to Paige and his kid, and they're like, yay, you're home. He's like, well, yeah, let's bang. Uh, What are you going to do now? He's like, I'm going to get a job as an ambulance driver. I know a guy. Well, he's not an ambulance driver. He's a pretend ambulance driver. He's still doing crime. Yeah, I don't think there's really such a thing as an ambulance driver. Yeah, you're I think an EMT, you, right? You have to be a paramedic. Yeah, to you're a paramedic. Drive. Yeah. They don't have other guys that are just support staff in the ambulance. How does like okay? So you're a paramedic and you work with another guy who's also a paramedic because you know when you see the the ambulance guys, there's always two of them, right? Yep. Um. How do you determine who the driver is? Well, they took turns in uh, bringing out the dead. Oh, okay. That uh, is probably accurate. Sure. Because it's Why not? You know, a movie. It's Nick Cage and uh, John Goodman. Yeah, right. I can't trust that. What can I trust? <laughs> I mean, you would think they, like, you would you would have some qualifications, like, I'm a sweeter driver than you are. I can fishtail this 
Ford van it's like a mofo. Probably the exact opposite. Like, like I was with Dom's team for a little bit. I'm pretty sure I should be driving this thing. No, I bet that it's not an argument over who gets to drive. It's who has to drive. Yeah, I was going to say, if it was me in there, I'd be like, dude, go go to town. I'm going to sit over here and play tap tap while you drive us around. No, if you're in the back of the thing, you got to keep that person who's been shot in the face alive. No, I'm not in the back. I don't want to be doing that. I'm not in the back. I'm in front. Then you're fired as a paramedic. No, you're no, both because... in the front until somebody's hurt. Yeah. No, no, so no, no. You no, don't no. want to be the. You've got a. You've got a guy who's shot in the face in the back. One guy has to drive real fast, and the other guy's got to keep that guy alive. Yeah, that's how it works. I don't oh, want to be in the back. I'd want to be in the back. I want. I want to be the driver. What if that guy dies on you? I'm There's sure it happens. A bunch of t- yeah. And like you're an emergency service. It's not like they're just coming in for a cold. And he had the mother of all burritos like three hours ago. So usually, I mean, I when he goes, it's messy back there. I know plenty about paramedicing from movies, and it seems like <laughs> two out of three times he's gonna come out of the back of the ambulance on an overpass <laughs> and drive himself to the hospital, right? <laughs> then you guys go have adventures. Yeah. Where'd that dead guy go? I don't know. And then one of you turns to the other one and says, Oh, oh Piscatios! <laughs> it happened again. Uh, you end up in a Hudson Hawk situation. Yeah. <laughs> and it seems like it's pretty awesome. That's why it doesn't pay well. Right. The fringe benefits of adventure and hijinks. That's why you got to keep doing crime. So he's going to pull a horse track job. Um, well, they're all going to pull a horse track job. He's got a new team. They go up to the to the. I, I, maybe it's a dog track. I don't know. We don't know. It's a betting place. Sure, there's betting. And uh, in walks Daryl Hannah, dressed in in hot stuff, and she walks up to the bookies ticket place and is like, "Hey, boss man, let me have a cigarette or a, light up my cigar." And boss man's like, "Do boobies." Yep. And opens up the fucking security gate. Goes out there. She pulls out an Uzi. There's another guy dressed like a security guard in disguise that pulls out another Uzi. They clean the place out. There's a cop that shoots Daryl Hannah. Well, the paramedics are there, so they pick her up, and they're like, we got to get this woman to the hospital. She's not shot. She's fine. They got the money and the gurney, and they're free and clear. But during this whole thing, Val Kilmer's outside. Oh, my God. (laughs) Listening to opera. And being fucking weird. Being a total butthole. Uh, at one point, he says to his partner, because his partner hates him. He's, I, it seems like they're newly partners, but they can't be newly partners because they're dirty cops. They're dirty cops. Um, he just hates him because he's a butthole. Yeah, he's like, we're on a first name basis because we're partners. Okay, Mark. I said, call me by my first name. I just called you Mark. What is his first name? Mark. Mark. His last name's Connolly. Oh, yeah. God. He's just being fucking douchey as shit. He's like, you're not listening to the music. You're not You're not hearing it. You're not seeing it. You know, you're going to miss a lot out of life. And he goes on this whole rant, right? Uh-huh. Well, in the, the meantime. Place is getting robbed next door. Yeah. In the meantime, across the street, the security gates have dropped down. There's people screaming and trying to get out of these closed security gates. He's totally being a butthole with his partner. And his partner's like, you know, there's all sorts of weird shit happening over there. That's not their problem, dude. Their problem is that's their fucking money. They're dirty cops, and they are stealing that money themselves. Yeah. But they're so stupid that they're like, what were we doing here? 
Oh, right, right, right. The money. Hey, somebody just stole all of it. Good thing we're. I mean, these guys would have never made it to the FBI. No. <laughs> There's a little, you can say however you feel about the FBI. You have to at least be a little bit qualified. And these two are morons. No, they're idiots. Yeah. All right. Now, I should say also, through this whole start of the movie, we've got Troyer jumping out of a toilet. We've got yep. Billy Forsythe doing his thing. Uh-huh. Val Kilmer being more of a butthole than I've seen him be in a while. And Gonzo robberies. I'm actually in. Right. Yeah. Right now. This might take us to a good place. Uh, however, this is when the movie decides to... Shift back into first gear for about an hour. And basically just become sabotage with, with a heartwarming tale inside of it. Like there's a but this this crime gang it has a lot of I wouldn't fuck her with your dick shit going on between these nuts. Kind of. I think they wanna be that, but they're too stupid. <laughs> they're just like uh, your face, your face, your face. And then they start slap fighting. <laughs> right. And you find out later that two of them are brothers. You had, I had fucking no idea. Yeah, until the end of the movie. Yeah. Right. And the whole time I thought that there was a fucking train pulling on Daryl Hannah's character. It wasn't there? I uh, Like, they're celebrating this cash money and everybody's starting to pile on her and like, yeah, let's get wild. And Christian Slater's just over there counting money. Like, this happens all the time where everybody gets on top of Daryl Hannah's character. Sure. Okay. His first crew was definitely better. Yes. And Nikita sucks. Yeah. But he's better than these guys. Yeah. Um, it turns out the dollars, all the money's marked by the feds, I guess. They have invisible ink that they stamp money with um, and is like yeah. put it under a hotel light and it glows. You just look at it in the dark and it glows FBI. Right. That's what happens in the movie. Right. He goes, turn off the lights. And then all the money has FBI. I'm like, oh, shit. It's been marked with the glowing FBI stamp. Magic stamps. Well, you know, and like when you're trying to pass that crap at a grocery store, do you think that they're looking for invisible ink? No. I, I don't think you spend $2 million at a grocery store, Jackie. <laughs> hey, Even you know, with the 1-100, if it says FBI in the dark... Whenever I go buy turkeys and that, they're like, Tur- shut off the light. This guy's paying with 100. <laughs> yep, says FBI on it. Bust his ass. This is a, a turkey buying dirty turkey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and what's the grocery turkey. store person going to do? Quick, bag him. <laughs> they do. <laughs> oh, my God. They bag you like, that's why they have the baggers there. <laughs> <laughs> to bag your groceries or you if you're a turkey. And then they, they bag you and tag you. They got those little, like, pricing guns. Yeah, they do. <laughs> it says triple zero, because that's what you are now, buddy. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't want to shop at your grocery store. Yeah. Crime, crime rain ends here. Yep. Also, there's a cleanup on aisle. <laughs> arrested. <laughs> Buy you know, one, get one jail sentences. Clean up week. on aisle 18 and life to go. <laughs> I want to work at that grocery store. Yeah, it sounds like it sucks. 
All right, so they've got $2 million that they can't do anything with, I guess, other than take it to Nikita and launder it. Yeah. Who's going to keep 70%. Sure. Also, it should be noted that when they go to meet Nikita, he's now got Bill Forsyth and is laundering him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'll launder you in Mother Russia. Money launders, launders, money launderer. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah. he's in the washing machine. Right. He's on the spin cycle. <laughs> they put soap in there and everything. Uh-huh. And then put him in the uh, the hot press. They're probably like, that'll get you right in the fucking eyes, you bastard. Yeah, well. <laughs> fucking hurt. That That's what they're going for. Yeah. Little stinging eyeballs, yeah. Jackie. <laughs> you cross me, it's going to no... No more tears shampoo for you, buddy. <laughs> Arm and hammer right in the eyes. That'll teach you. It'll be gritty, too, because it'll be the cheap stuff. <laughs> no, it's Jake. Powder. Their thing is cutting guys' hands off. Yeah. I think they're a little bit more more awful than you're going to get soap in your eyes, Buster. <laughs> be careful. I've got an alarm. <laughs> yeah. Bad you know, at crime. Bad I'm, at crime. I'm bad at crime. Never mind. Outside of the laundering... There's fucking Jose <laughs> selling his oranges. Selling oranges. I my name is Jose and I'm selling oranges. And then Jose gets his oranges stolen and his money. That's the end of Jose for a little while. Yep. Okay. What? I don't get Jose. You know he probably would have made more money. At me like I should get Jose. If he would have been like, I sell oranges that are injected with methamphetamine. You buy. So the oranges are high? Yeah, you eat the orange and you get super high. I don't think that's how meth works, Jackie. Yep, bad at crime. Bad at crime. Damn it. All right, so they want to hide the money because Jose, or not Jose, uh, Nikita is going to need 48 hours to, to flip this money. And so they want to hide it, and they don't trust each other. They don't ultimately. trust each other. So Christian should they? Christian Slater mails it to himself, right, as a method to keep everyone from stealing it from each other. Right, right. And even his girlfriend Paige is like, "We gotta, we gotta take that money. They're gonna steal it from you." And he's like, "No, no, I'm not gonna do that." And then he makes a promise to his kid that he's done with crime, and but he's still in the middle of crime right now. So, yeah. oh god, this is one promise. I, I want to talk about this at the end. Okay, I'm just gonna save it. Well, after some drama, they go and get the money at the post office and take it back to their place, wherever their place is, whoever's place it is. Nikita meets them. And they're all ready to go for the exchange. Nikita's got the money for them, and they open up the box, and guess what? It's newspaper clippings, of course. Yep. Somebody's pulled a fast one. With photos of all of the members of this crime team doing, betraying each other, or... And and meanwhile, before they even get to this part, two of them have showed up and be like, I need my cut now. Right. Like, how is that even going to happen? Like, okay. idiots. You were there oh. when we mailed it. But. Yep. Okay. You know what? Let me pull 150 G's out of my shoe. Yeah. Here, here you, go. you go. Fuck off. <laughs> well, and at that point, why not just give them the money? Because it's in the mail. You can't. But like, 
And, and at the same time, if they took their cut early of marked bills and they get busted, well, they're going to fucking snitch. Yeah, they're they're going to cut snitches. a fucking deal with the feds and then everybody else is going to jail. No, but nobody can have that dirty money, Jackie, except for Nikita. He knows what to do with it. Put it in the laundry. Yeah, wash it off. <laughs> that's what I think you do with it. I think that's what you do with it, too. It's magic ink. It's going to come out. <laughs> yeah. Went on with a stamp. I mean, what? what so- other than that, the only other option you have is it was money made especially to be not money. There's a process. There has to be a process to get rid of that ink. Otherwise, it's not money. Nobody can use this money because it's now maybe that's the thing. crime money, and then that would be destruction of government property. You can't destroy money. It's against the law. Unless it was made to be fake money to begin with. I think it's fake money. It's fake money. It has to be fake money. The you FBI can't, even, can't just fucking destroy money like no, that. No, you can't launder fake money. It's fake to begin with. It's, you're fucked. <laughs> These guys are fucked. So why didn't they just look for that little magnetic strip? Huh? Don't 100s have the little, like, 20s have the yep. magnetic strip? They could have just tested it that way. Because It the, says FBI on the money. It's not money. They already know it's not money. Any, like, thought process by anybody who knows anything about anything, ex- unless we're talking out of our ass right here in the FBI, actually does put magic ink on dollar bills to for sting operations. But then what the fuck is Val Kilmer going to do with this dirty money when he steals the dirty money? It's dirty money. You can't use it. Well, I thought it said Fed. Whatever it says. It's- or FBI now, because now I'm thinking, well, why would they stamp it Fed? Well, what does it matter what it's stamped? Well, one is for federal government and one is for FBI. The... Federal Bureau of Investigation is a federal agency. What if it said Deborah? <laughs> These bills have been marked by whom? Deborah. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> oh dude, I I I told you not to give her my number. Well, either way, they're marked. You can't use them. You can't That's all use I know. Them. I don't even know what a marked bill is. I don't know what we're talking about. Um, let's move on. Yeah, they've been had by Val Kilmer, who's right. now an integral plot point. Now this movie almost gets me back here because everybody's pissed. Nikita's pissed. He's got a gun out. Another guy's got a gun. He shoots his friend in the fucking ear. His brother, I guess. Yeah. Uh, we don't know that, but yeah, Balthazar Getty shoots his brother in the ear. Right. Daryl Hannah's now got a photo of one of them making out with some bimp, and she's like, hey, motherfuckers. Dude, we pulled a train on you last night. This isn't the most healthy of relationships here, lady. Um, And Christian Slater's like, fuck this shit. I got to get out of here because they've got his kid now. So he grabs Balthazar Getty's gun and shoots Nikita. She shoots Nikita in the just, what sh- appears to be the chest. Yeah, he shoots him. Right. And then runs out. And you're like, whoa. I gotta go. That's your only friend in this room. Right. And you shot him. You shot him. <laughs> That's because he knows that Nikita will forgive him later. Yeah, right. Sure. The hand chopping off guy. Yeah. yeah he's yeah. he's a he's a sweetheart. <laughs> the Cuban Russian. Um then the sweetest car chase of all time begins to happen right right guys right the sweetest car chase right Anyone? is this even rear proje- it's not even rear projection it's just the worst it looks awful compositing job it looks like tunsis it does look Tunes like tunsis looks better <laughs> by a lot a driving cat looks better than no this. <laughs> i mean i just the rear projection in tunsis 
and the way that it cuts to a shot that doesn't look that much different <laughs> is better. Toons sure. is a better production. Yes. It's a tighter ship than this. Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, this is the worst fake car chase ever. It looks awful. And the weird thing about it is it's covered in Camaros and Firebirds. All the same generation of them, that, that 1982 to 1988 Camaro yeah. Firebird. There's multiple of them, just pedestrians, you're not pedestrians, but passerbys are driving Camaros. They're crashing into other Camaros. There's Camaros swerving out of control. Slater's in a Camaro. There's just Camaros coming out of the woodwork. There's a lot of those 92 Oldsmobile 88s that came as Buicks and everything else, too. Right. So it's just like, apparently when this film was made, Junkyards were loaded with GM cars. Yes, they were. <laughs> just full of them. Uh, should we get like? Should we toss in maybe some vans? Nope, just two cars, well, an '88 or a Camaro. That's all we need for this production. What happened? I'll tell you what happened. Steve from the art department went in to the junkyard, walked three steps, turned right, thirty Camaros and fifty 88s <laughs> Was like, we're good here. We'll take this. Road. Load them up. Um, it. Essentially, they his team chases after him. They crash like a bunch of morons. He's not even driving like cleverly. He's just like looking in his rear mirror constantly while these cars crash around him. There's only a couple of actual stunt driving moves uh-huh. in this. And in one of them, it's supposed to be the slide out at the 90 degree turn. Right. Uh, he brushes the parked car in front of him. By going too narrow, but then breaks too hard and slides into the curb on the backside of it. Yeah. So the first actual driving stunt is botched so horribly that they didn't even try it again. Right. Unless it was somehow worse. Other than his big jump. (laughs) The jump was... And they had to not... They only included the smallest snippet of the car going through the bottles. Right. You know that that didn't go right either. No, it didn't. Just none of the driving stunts went right, and so you've got Christian Slater sitting in a car that's parked, a guy kind of tilting a camera back and forth in front of him, and Christian Slater bobbing his head back and forth uh-huh. like he's driving right. hard. Uh, it looks so awful. And then Nikita gets involved. He crashes his car. Everybody's crashed, and Taylor gets away. So he drives to this hotel. Where Val Kilmer has told him to show up, where he's got his kid. He goes into this room, there's a camera, videotape, and he's like, hey, I got your kid in a different room. Ha ha ha. Here's the deal. There's wires going to the video camera on top of the TV. Uh-huh. I'm guessing he's in the room next door. Might be. <laughs> I got a good feeling he's in the room next door. Um, he tells him, look, I'm a dirty cop. Uh, I want to have you steal $6 million for me and give it to me. If you don't, I've got your kid. I'm going to kill her. And Slater's like, well, okay, well, I guess I don't have much of a choice here. So that's the plot of the movie now. He now works sort of for Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer does a whole thing here, too, where he, like, shoots his own movie with a little JVC camera right. in his face. It's really... Uh-huh. Very, uh, you know, maybe it's a little foreshadowing for Heath Ledger and the Joker, which is much better. Oh, yeah? Yeah. 
You tell he's trying <laughs> as much as Val Kilmer is willing to try anything at this point. Yeah. That's kind of what I feel like when I'm watching this is I was like, it's not that he is invested in this part. He's just a little bit more invested in this part that he's been in a while. Yeah, exactly. Like this is the next, this is my, this is going to bring me back. Make me everybody talking about me. Whatever. I think this was his favorite part of the movie. He's in a room by himself with a video camera. Yeah. He's having okay. a really good time. <laughs> He's looking at me and the director's me. Me is me right now, and I'm <laughs> having a great me. Um, There's this sequence that we're not even going to go into where Christian Slater tries to track them down, but it, he gets foiled, and Val Kilmer's like, hey, you tried to screw me over and catch me. I'm going to kill your kid. No, don't do that. I'll work for you. Okay, well, here's where the next heist is going to be at. Or the next money transfer. Yeah. Six million dollars comes in on this boat and it gets put into an armored car and they drive it off to someplace. So yeah, this is get the, that money. Yeah, we got a real big time thing happening with two three thousand dollar fishing boats and one armored car. Uh-huh. Seven cops. Right. They, the money just goes someplace. It comes in on a boat and it goes someplace else. <laughs> yep. All right. Meanwhile, one of his crew has stopped by his place because he's pissed. He's like, I'm gonna I need that money. I'm gonna have to fuck some shit up. But Paige is like, uh uh-uh. uh, you come at me, boy, and she stabs him in the back and he's dead. So now they got a dead guy. There was some uh we had we were unclear as to the murder weapon. I accused the murder weapon of being one of the table's legs. Uh-huh. Jackie said she thought it was a knife. Uh-huh. Did you have a theory on what she stabbed him with? Uh an elephant's trunk. Yep. I will say that the, I mean, that one's probably not it. That's <laughs> yeah, probably you not probably it. probably not right. Um, so we're down to a table leg and a knife. Uh, could also be the Statue of Liberty's arm. No. That might have been it. Nope. Okay. I don't know. I think we should just go with Sam's, though, because if she could stab somebody with a table leg, that is fucking tough. And the table was turned over. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe he fell into it. Maybe it was on all an accident. No, it looked like he was laying on top of the table, which was upside down, and one of the table's legs was broken off and stuck into his back. I think it was all just a wild uh, sex accident. Like, they were having an affair, and he came over to bang, and they do it freaky-deaky, you know, like in one of those sex swing thingies, and uh, it all went south. <laughs> they, got, they got their sex swingy at uh, Ikea. And, uh, you know, <laughs> you know what happens. <laughs> See, and I'm thinking that they cut we, this part of the movie out and it was actually a vampire scene. Oh, okay. All right. And that's why she had to use the table leg. Mm. She's like, here, <laughs> we're having pasta for dinner. And she set down the garlic in front of him. He's like, <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> how did you know? <laughs> you motherfucker. I'll fuck, fuck you up. And she's like, oh, yeah. Snap off the table leg. He falls down because he's leaning with both of his elbows on the table, which everyone knows is rude. And then she stabs him right in the back. And then her wallet falls to the ground and opens up, and we see her driver's license, and her name is Paige Van Helsing. And Anthony Hopkins shows up, <laughs> and he's like, you must live the forest forever. And they're like, hey, Anthony, turn it fucking down. <laughs> Keanu Reeves is like, whoa. whoa. <laughs> Gary Oldman's like, man, you people need to fucking work on this shit. <laughs> All right, um, that's probably what happened. Anyway, so now they've got a body, and he's like, "Oh, we'll bury it uh, next to the trailer." And uh, but doesn't? Yeah, doesn't. The he cleaner just, spots him and interrupts him. Yeah, he just goes and Nikita does a really bad job digging a hole uh-huh. and then stops. 
Because Nikita pulls up and he's like, oh, shit. He's going to fucking chop my hands off or whatever. So they get in a car chase again with the dead body in the back of the Camaro. All this sounds very exciting. None of it is. No, because it's just... It's a bad job of the Star Trek shake is what it is with a car in front of the camera yeah. and Christian Slater doing his best like wide eyed I'm driving face <laughs> and it's not good. And See, I think it would have been funnier if the back of the Camaro would have popped open and the body would have been like hurry waving around a little bit and then the trunk came back down and shoved it back in. Or if they like did a weekend at Bernie's. Type yeah, move no. So him. he's like weighted down to where he just sits up. And the guys in the other car are like, oh, my God, he's alive. And they start shooting him. They're like, he's an undead superhero. Oh, my God, he won't die. They didn't stake him hard enough. Yeah. And then they crash into the lake. Yeah, then they crash into the lake. And meanwhile, they just shot a dead body a bunch and got confused. (laughs) Did you see that undead superhero? I was like, no, that was the dead guy flopping around. You just shot him a bunch. Undead superhero. I'm thinking this movie is already being better written by me and Sam. <laughs> is is Blade undead? Yeah. Well, he's the Daywalker, but is he undead? No, I is don't he think. Dead? I, don't, I don't think he's dead. He's. I don't. I'm not sure. He would be as close to an undead superhero. as He you would can be get. the closest thing, but I don't think. Swamp Thing. No, he's he's living plant. Huh. I don't think there is an undead superhero. Black, uh, well, they're anti-hero. They're bad guys. So never mind. Yeah. <laughs> Jonah Hex. Uh, yeah. Okay. There you go. You can kind of claim. No, Hellboy would not be ever. He's just a so. demon. He's not undead. Yeah, right. Okay. Oh, man. That's funny. Um, So he goes to the rest of the team and they're like, hey, is that Bernie in your truck? No, that's our friend, you idiot. Yeah, you shot him a lot. <laughs> And he gets them involved and into this plan. So they hatch a plan and put it in action like immediately <laughs> where they weld up a, uh, a, a what is it? A, 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 it's a front end loader. Yeah, front end loader. Thank you. And uh, it just plows into the they, armored truck and pushes it into the water. It's like they go A-team half-ass. Right. But then at the same time, they've all decided to hatch their own saboteur each other plans yeah right every single one of them and daryl hannah's job is to like get sexy and distract all the security guys while this guy just busts out of the wall with the front end loader and pushes this thing into the lake like they're not going to notice doesn't need a sexy distraction you just drive through and push it over right which is great because her sexy distraction doesn't work nope she's like Hey, Ossifer, you like to let you see all this hot stuff? He's like, man, you need to move your car. <laughs> and and quit, whatever you're doing, stop it. Yeah. She's like, please, on this map, show me how to get to Boone Town. <laughs> and he's like, no, really, bitch, move your car. Yeah. And the guy in the in the armored car, he's like, hey, look, I, I'll take it. Don't, damn it, my window's stuck. And then they scuba in. And take the money out of the armored car. The brothers sort of kill each other. They get in an underwater thunderball fight. Then it sucks. And it's vague and you can't really tell what happens. I didn't think it was the brothers. I thought one of them was Christian. I could never tell what was happening. Right. And then 
Daryl Hannah's like, hey, motherfucker, you're not supposed to be you. You're supposed to be your brother because I was going to run away with your brother, but instead it's you. And he's like, oh, yeah, I knew all about that shit. Harpooned! <laughs> you're like, why did you have a spear gun? Yeah, he fucking shoots her in the tummy with a fucking spear gun. Yeah. I guess he's got a scuba suit on. It just why comes not? with it. Yeah, know? it does. You go down to the scuba store and it just attaches. Uh. Like, Here's your free dart gun. Your well, gun. you spend all that money on scuba gear, which is a lot. Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden it's like 79 bucks extra on a, you know, you're already dropping close to a grand. And the guy just on the other side of the counter giving you the wink and the nudge. You're like, yeah, fucking give me the give spear gun. Give me the spear gun. Give me the fucking, give me two of the spear guns. <laughs> and he's like, I'll give you a good deal. You know, since you've already bought, that's how they yeah. get you too. Since so you've that already you. bought so much, you 15% off the spear gun. You never know. Yeah. And then you're like, which it can't cost that much to make a spear gun. It's a fucking rubber band and a spear. Right. We should do that. Um, so she's got a thing in her tummy, and she's like, oh, yeah, well, I'm still alive, and shoots him, and then they both die. So now everybody's dead, except for Taylor and bad guys. Yeah, and his girlfriend that nobody knows about, I it, guess. I'm... So he, he Taylor grabs the money. He puts it in a boat that he just bought somehow. Rented. Uh, oh, okay. Rented. Um, sure. Well, he's not going to get his deposit back. Um, <laughs> but the last guy, the brother, he's still not dead. So he springs out of the side and is like, die, motherfucker. And then Paige grabs an oar and bashes him in the face with it. She kind of. It's meant to look like she's really working him over. Right. But all she's really doing is kind of like poking him with it. <laughs> And pushing him. And then he just dies from that. He dies from it. His head is not caved in. He's just dead from getting annoyed. Yeah, no, like when you're watching it and she's like hitting him, you want to make these noises from where it's like, ow, stop it, ow, stop it, I'm dead. (laughs) Glub, glub, glub. Yeah. As he floats away. So they go over to the FBI boat to make the exchange. Which it, is pretty fucking nice. Is it? It looks pretty shitty, Jaggy. Dude, I would take the FBI boat. That I would take pretty any nice. boat, but, and then I would sink it because it's a boat. I get too drunk and crash it. That's what you do with boats, right? Justin's like, I'm the captain of the high seas. <laughs> Ahoy, matey, you're drinking me rum. Yep. Prestige worldwide. Yep, and then he's going to start like, because where we're at, we have really, you know, we don't have any sea life here. So he would have to hunt sturgeons instead of whales. Agent Mark, Val Kilmer, has rigged the boat to explode. Like, uh, double dutch, uh, I'm going to kill your kid anyways, because I guess now I'm a fucking sociopath? Uh, I don't know when that happened. Uh, Yeah, he also says it's enough explosives to blow up a battleship. Oh. But it looks like a hand weight. Right. So, and then Paige is involved somehow, like he recruited her, now Paige is on on Valley Kilmer's side. So, this, you had to go back and Paige, because she goes, when she goes to the bar, there's the black suburban that she gets a call from. Oh, I thought that was the black guy. No, it was Val Mm -hmm. Kilmer. But here's the thing. There is no fucking way that Val Kilmer could ever figure out who the fuck she was. No, not at Just all. Just none. That's why I didn't think it was him. I thought it was the black guy because no. the next scene, the black guy is at their house and he's not even supposed to know where they live. So I thought he called her and was like, where you fucking live, bitch? No, if you if you want, try to work this thing backwards, there is just no way. Once uh, he sees Christian Slater's character uh-huh. run away from that point, 
when he figures out it was actually a heist, his only course of action would be to find Christian Slater's head in a mugshot book. Right. That'll take two fucking weeks. And then there's that guy. And then now they're I already, know everything. It's been two weeks. Right. It's, they're, they're gone. Yeah, dude. Ugh. Um. Anyways, so she's on the wrong side. She's like, oh, I'm with him now, and I'm going to take the money, and I'm, I don't even know what my motivation is or if I'm yeah. blackmailed or whatever. But Vern Troyer springs out of the fucking other boat uh-huh. and tackles Mark's partner, and they go into the drink. After he shoots him with the dart, of course. Sure. Uh, and then Paige is like, no, I'm on the right side. Gotcha, motherfucker. Grabs a shotgun and goes to shoot Val Kilmer, but he's put blanks in it. Yep. Are shotgun blanks a thing? I don't know. It, yeah. Doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. She, yeah. She's, I'm, I'm checking. You know, know, they should have just given you know, her a beanbag well, gun. Here's the thing with blanks is a lot of blanks, especially with movies and that, they're home loader like the the stunt director in charge of the guns will actually wax cap very small loads right so any gun can have a blank i guess but you don't just go buy blanks you have to know how to make blanks you make blanks for the most part and i don't way. think val kilmer's character knows he how to make blanks has access to a small bomb that can blow up a battleship. True, true. You yep. worried about blanks? Yeah, I guess he was in on, uh, you know, he's one of those deep, deep, uh, uh, it works in the office below Mulder type thing. You know, he's in all the the closed case classified stuff, you know, MK Ultra type things. You know? Sure, he was in Thunderheart. Uh, <laughs> right. Either that or he just looked it up on the internet. But yeah. So Val Kilmer then gets in the boat that, Taylor showed up in the red boat, right? But there's no money in that boat. No, there is money in the boat. I don't know. Did Vern Trayer already shoot the bald guy? Yeah, and use him yeah, as they're a, in the drink flotation device. As a flotation device. Right. Okay, that's happened then. Right. Yeah. So, but at some point, Taylor opened up a gas line on that boat with his foot, and so he's like, "Hey, give me one of those smokes, Val Kilmer." And Val Kilmer's like, "Sure, you're gonna die anyways from a horrible explosion. Who cares about your health?" He's like, "Yeah, you know what." I quit and flicks it into the boat, igniting the gas that he spilled and explodes Val Kilmer. Yeah. He should have said, I don't quit. You quit not being exploded. (laughs) But then he would not have gotten the word exploded out before the boat went off. And then he would have been like, fuck. Damn it. My whole fucking line. He didn't hear me. I've been planning that for like 24 hours now. And then then he, Val Kilmer's like, I heard you. It only blew off my arm and my leg. And I am dying now. You got me. That was very funny. <laughs> Goodbye forever. I really like the dummy in this shot, too, because yeah, it dummy. had like a twisted foot and stuff. And it yeah. just looked fucking rad. It, it looked like a dummy that had been blown up before. Like <laughs> yeah. they're even recycling dummies down at Millennium Films now. <laughs> when Val Kilmer realizes that he's about to be exploded, there is a voiceover that comes in of him going, what? What? Oh, oh no. <laughs> yeah. There's a bunch. Of, and this is just a trademark of millennium films that you these fucking voice so they will not leave anything alone they're like people are going to get confused <laughs> people are going to get confused we need a voice right there if we don't have these voiceovers he, he in should here. say oh no like at the thought of being exploded when they the <laughs> tractor huh? pushes the fucking 
armored car over all the cops come. There's just a shot. They're like, we need to get that out. Yeah, we should get them out. Okay, let's get them out. <laughs> and it's not on but everybody's just standing there picking their ass right. like, yeah. man, I really hope Joe gets out of that truck. Uh, all right. So the timer's still going on the bomb. Val Kilmer, or I mean, uh, Christian Slater gets his kid out by hurry sliding a card to him, whatever, and he unlocks the door, and they're free. They jump, get blown to safety at the nick of time. Yeah, rather than just throw the bomb out. Right. right. Blown right. to safety. Blown to safety. Uh, so Paige pulls up in the other boat. She's mm. got the money. Uh, they pick up Vern Troyer. They pick oh. up them. I was oh, hoping he- that Vern Troyer was going to... Row his man ashore. Oh, it would have been awesome. That would have been cool. But Burn, won't you row your man ashore? <laughs> Hallelujah. Okay. Uh, I will say, though, that you okay. kind of you glazed over the fact because that I'm she... I'm trying to glaze over everything that's important. <laughs> well, she looks at the money like, okay. I'm going to just leave you fuckers out here. Right. She she's For not a half a second. She's not a good person. It doesn't. None of them, none are. Of them are good people. Dude, they, everybody sucks Actually, in this movie. Vern Troyer isn't a bad person. He's got men, dude. I think Vern Troyer gets in some nasty shit. Like he's also pretty fucking uh, crude he's, in how he treats his buddy's girlfriend. He's like, dude, I just blew my wad in my pants. While I was standing next to you, lady. He uses a man as a boat. He uses a man as a boat. <laughs> yeah. I don't think any of them are good people, dude. Um, all right. So they get the money, uh, but they pull up to the shore. They pay Vern Schroyer his weight and money, and he leaves. And uh, the kid is, like, looking at Taylor like, I'm going to be disappointed in you if you take that money. So he chucks six million dollars into the fucking drink, and they move to Jersey. <laughs> no, they go to Canada through New Jersey, right. which makes me wonder where they are to begin with. I don't know. Well, they're in the French side of Canada too at this point, right? They're okay. in New Jersey. The last time we see yeah, them, what does it matter? Well, neither one of those assholes speak French. So what? None of those. They're assholes. not going to get to go to Canada. They're not going to get to go to Canada, Jackie. Emigrating to Canada is a process where you like they have to really want you At, you know what they really don't want these three bubbles. right uh what's your business in canada they ask at the border i don't know what we're doing here Listen. i think you need to turn this car around and yeah. go back i'm sorry we don't take any more 83 camaros <laughs> we sent them all back already uh, so i want to talk about this no we're not done yet okay because remember Jose. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll wait. I'll wait for my comment. Fucking Makita shows up back at his place after this episode. Though I don't even fucking. Care he gets about. the original two million dollars he was supposed to get right. from the FBI guy, which doesn't make any sense. Who gets his arm chopped? And off. then they do the token because he carries around a guitar case that has an axe, right? Like mm-hmm. is his signature weapon. Like that's a woodcutter's axe. Ugh. Well, uh, you know, my, like a battle axe. <laughs> He needs to keep that thing sharp because let's face it, you don't want to look like a fucking wiener. I don't think you can just cut a guy's hand off. Axes aren't good for cutting anything. No, no, they're chopping. Barely good for chopping. Yeah. They're good for cutting down small trees. Yeah. They're not good for cutting wood. Axes are a very situational thing. Exactly. You can't just swing it and cut a guy's hand off like it's a fucking... 
It's a fireman's axe, too, and those are really good for cutting through doors. Right. Mm, okay. okay. Um, anyways, uh, he pulls back up to his shop, and he's got his new hand and his new money, and there's Jose still standing outside, and he's like, hey, my name is Jose, and I've got a motherfucking AK? He says, I'm Jose, and I kill people for a living. What? Or I kill people for money. Like, what? When did this happen, Jose? And he blows all these guys away and then just walks off screen. Yeah. Well, and Nikita starts calling him a wetback and, you know, making fun of him and shit. And he's like, hey, listen, friend. And Jose's like, oh, we're friends? Then I'll do it for free and blows all of them away. And, and then, then walks just, off screen. And that's the end of the movie. That's the end of the movie. Because the most central story was Jose's story. The journey of Jose. From going to a guy who gets on the bus to becoming a man who shoots people. For reasons? You know, and if he would have just gotten that $2 million, he could have went home back to, back to Mexico. He right? didn't even come from Mexico, Jackie. He got onto a bus. He came from a field in the middle of the highway. Correct. Dude, but for $2 million, he can go do whatever the fuck he wants. That's not Jose's idiom, Jackie. Jose's idiom is... He's a working man. I don't know what, but whatever it is, it can't make sense. You can't be like, oh, he should have done that because you can't step into the mind of Jose. No, you can't. Especially because I think he's a metaphor for something, and I don't know what that is. Well, yeah. I have no clue what Jose's deal is. I will wait for the questions. No, that's Unless that's your question. That, no, like well, that's the end of the movie, guys. Yeah, is that your leadoff question? What's Jose's deal? Because I got an idea. No, I go for it. So Jose and Nikita, because they don't make sense. That's whoever producer on this one going. Oh, you know this movie's a lot like Pulp Fiction. It's got, and it's a lot like oh, uh, no. El Mariachi, right? They got a guitar case. It's crazy. There's things going on. They're crazy. They don't. Do none of this stuff fits the... together. It's just like Pulp Fiction. That didn't fit together. Yeah, and they used because the Pulp the people, Fiction song. Yeah, they used. They yeah, did. they do in a car chase. In the car chase, Miserlou. Yes. I did not hear that. Yep. I think you guys are pulling a nope. Nope. Fibby on me. Two of us heard it. Eh. Yeah, and it was the car chase when he goes into the lake. Uh, or Nikita and his men go into the lake. Oh, boy, that sucks. It does suck. That, Which would have made that flopping body all the more better. I, I, I think a weekend at Bernie's tribute would have been much more, uh, much more entertaining. Oh, yeah, dude. Undead superhero. Oh, Can't God. die from bullets. Ugh. So is it a spoof? Is it a movie? Is it a movie? <laughs> what it's the a fuck movie. Is this shit? But it's not a spoof. It's just I don't know what it is. It's a bad heist movie. It's a real bad heist movie. Ah oh, man. Uh anybody else got a question? Because I don't. I'm out of questions. I just the, So I, uh, this is a hypothetical situation, right? All right. You're a Christian Slayer's character. Uh-huh. You got your how old is this kid? Like eight? Yeah. Eight-year-old kid being like, don't take stolen money, daddy. But you're about to throw at least $4 million. How much does Vern Troyer weigh? Probably yeah. 50 pounds, 60 pounds at most. How much is that in cash? Two in million. Hundos? Yeah. So let's Two say. Million? Okay. So you got uh, 4 million. Sure. Yeah. So let's say you're like $4 million. Uh, and then and after th- taxes, of course, which would be capital gains. So you got a two million. Wait, you don't pay yeah, taxes. Pay taxes, taxes, taxes on stolen on money. Shit. <laughs> Uh, These guys would. <laughs> so, you know, like, she's all, don't do it, daddy. Uh-huh. I mean, wouldn't you turn around and be like, this bag is the difference between you getting a pony 
and never having a pony. Pony? What is you having a house? Because or kids living like in ponies. a Camaro. Well, I here's my thing: is, you live in a Camaro because he throws the money in the lake. Look, I mean, it depends on whose money that is, right? Who's where'd that money come from? A yeah. boat. But where? What is it? Is it? It's casino money. Casino. Where are you getting that information? From the movie. They say that that's the casino money that comes through. The casino money. Yeah. Yep. Okay. The casino. So. Not, not any specific they casino. They drive into New Jersey at the beginning, so it's not Atlantic City casino money, and they're clearly not in Las Vegas, so again. It's dirty casino money, then. The Indian reservation no, money? It's no. It's the casino money from New Jersey coming in on the boat. They're going, they, at the end of the movie, they go into New Jersey. They're yeah, not in New Jersey during this whole time. No, that's where the money comes from to, to them. It's, it's So a boat just travels down the uh, the coast of uh, the, the Atlantic coast from Atlantic City to. That's how you get the casino money to the dock. <laughs> okay, steal that fucking money. <laughs> Tell that kid <laughs> to shut the fuck up. Yeah. Take that goddamn money. Exactly. Like, I'm sorry. I don't care how noble they were trying to make his character. Nobody's throwing $4 million of untraceable bills into the fucking drink. And not Especially, to mention, you're you're not doing a moral thing by like chucking all that money into the fucking lake. That whoever's money that originally is is still not their money. Their money is gone. Yeah. It's insured. They're going to get their money back. It, well, chucking into the lake certainly is not going to help anybody. No, right. it doesn't help anybody. The fishes don't even like it. No. So, you so know you what? Fuck cr- you, kid. You ever see a crab spend money? Nope. Yeah, that money's just going to end up as part of Trash Island, and somebody's going to have to clean that shit up. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, take that fucking money, dude. Yeah. Also, at this point in the movie, you live in a fucking Camaro. Right. Either that or, like, be like, you know what? You're right. And then turn around, dark gun your kid. Uh-huh. So that they don't see you take the money. Gun. Dart gun your kid. <laughs> you know, the kid passes out. Okay, now we've passed a moral. Uh, <laughs> now uh, you put it underneath the tire. Jeep. Telling them to be quiet and sit in the back seat is bad. No, Darting them. Just though. dart gun your kid. <laughs> just dart gun them. It'll be easier on them psychologically. <laughs> and they won't know that the money when is stolen. When they're 30 and they found out that you used to dart gun them. <laughs> rather than tell them the truth. Little Susie, what's that? Yeah. Jackie, bad at crime and parody. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Do you want the dark gun again? I will go get the fucking dark gun, kid. Sure. Uh, Jackie would have tried to pay the stolen money taxes and children labor. <laughs> Your government, take my kid. Oh. <laughs> I'm bad at crime and parodying. No. <laughs> I would have bought the kid a pony as an I'm sorry that I darted you in the car. She just goes to the post office and tries to give the government a kid and a pony at the post office. <laughs> this is what you want, right? And I'm like, we're the fucking post office. I guess we're part of the government, kind of. I'd like to mail this pony and this child to my P.O. box. <laughs> Anybody else have a question? No. 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 Final recommendations. Sam, go with you. If it wasn't for the middle, it would have been close. Yeah. The the, the ends of this are, are fun, to be honest. Yeah. They are. But the middle is so bleh that it's ultimately a don't. Yeah. Uh, I'll go next. I'm, I'm not going to add anything new to you, uh, what you just said, so don't. Sam, uh, uh, Sam, back to you, Sam. <laughs> um, I'm going to say that... Uh... That is a two. You're gonna really, give it a Sam? Do. I I would think it was a do as well. Oh, <laughs> You're going to give it a do, Jax. 
Yeah, I liked it. Really? I thought, I'm, I am I mean, I agree that the middle was kind of soggy, but the outside of that sandwich was pretty darn good. Huh. Yeah, and I, I could see somebody, I could see the, maybe even a second time around that those car chases are just so bad they might be funnier the second time, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, if we could have riffed this, then I would have said that. But this isn't a good riffer, in my opinion. Um, you're so, like, watching what everybody's doing and stinking so hard that you can't really riff it because you're just, like, you don't want to interrupt Val Kilmer sucking. Yeah, he's so, blowing ass on there. Yeah, so I don't know. I just, I, I, I can't. I can't say to you. Uh, let's move on to something we possibly can do or don't. Uh, we're going to do some quick uh, Roman do's and don'ts. If uh, uh, loyal listeners of the show will remember that uh, our friend Roman has a very extensive movie collection and he uh, travels from Las Vegas to uh, Boise where we live every now and then. And we watch some DVDs of his. With the casino money. The casino money. <laughs> That's how it gets here. Yeah. He yeah, drives he- a boat. <laughs> Down the highway. <laughs> Up the Nevada River. <laughs> Something they have a multitude in Nevada. The great rivers. Nevada River. The one that uh, Tom Finn and Huckleberry Sawyer yep. floated down. Um, starting out with a movie that Sam uh, did not watch, but uh, Roman and I did, called Doom Asylum from 1983. Uh, it's a slasher movie uh, about a plastic surgeon no he was an attorney who gets in a car crash and at the mortuary he's getting an autopsy and he wakes up in the middle of it i don't know why his face comes off but he's now like a moody gross guy and goes on to a slasher thing and there's like 80s punk bullshit at this asylum where there's teenagers hanging out to make out um, all that sounds very conventional and possibly fun. None of it is. Doom Asylum uh, sucks. But I will, uh, fun fact, um, sure. not Samantha, not Veronica, but one of the Sex in the City ladies, uh, her name is Kristen Davis. Uh, you know which one that is, Jackie? Isn't that the brown-haired dark, one? Dark-haired yeah, it's one? the yeah. dark-haired one. Yeah, yeah Just yeah. in the movie that we just had to watch. What was that? The Christmas movie. Yeah, she was the mom in that bullshit with Broderick. We she just did an was? episode of with her. I thought that was Kristen Chenoweth. No, it's Kristen Davis. Kristen Chenoweth is the blonde one in the same movie. Oh, okay, okay. Um, well, uh, anyways, uh, this was her film debut. She was oh. one of the uh, to be murdered teenagers, and it is not fun in any way. So avoid Doom Asylum. Uh, Sam, we watched this Penitentiary from 1979. Uh, would you call this a black exploitation film? I don't know. It's a prison movie. It's a prison movie. That's all I call it. It's a pretty weird one. It's a pretty weird one. Uh, it's about a guy that goes to prison and fights in boxing matches. There's some, yeah, it's a prison Sounds boxing Sounds very familiar movie. to me for some reason, if anybody's ever read a book by uh, one me. Called The Golden Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's about a guy that goes to prison and fights uh, in a boxing ring. And gets out. And gets out. Yeah. I wrote that book. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Those bastards. I may have uh, unintentionally cloned uh, Penitentiary. Penitentiary. <laughs> Hopefully the boxing was better in your book. Yeah, I hope so. Uh, this movie, I don't know. What did you make of it? Here's the thing. I really don't know why I liked it, but I liked it. It's just strange. It's a strange movie. It tries to... It isn't like one of those trash films, and I think that's what 
kind of makes it through is that this is a passion project of a, a really low budget filmmaker that like tried his damnedest and he got this thing together and he made the movie. And he there's a to make. moral someplace yeah. in there. And there's a moral someplace in there. And the thing I think I like about it the most is that the guards aren't crooked. Right. The guard just likes boxing. Right. And mm-hmm. yeah, I it's it's a strange movie, but I liked it. Uh, I will also give it a do, but uh, yeah. a tentative do. It's not for everyone. It's kind of slow. Yeah, it's kind of slow. Um, last not not last but not least on the Roman do's and don'ts, uh, f- shenanigans out of Japan from uh, 1989, Operation Pink Squad Two, also known as Thunder Cops. Operation Pink Squad Two: The Haunted Tower, right? Also known as Thunder Cops. Uh, this is the story of uh, some Charlie's Angels ladies who have to pretend to be prostitutes in a hotel. But then the hotel is haunted by a spooky ghost that uh, doesn't follow the rules of what we think spooky ghosts follow. And wants like, to, sometimes they can have sex and stuff. Yeah, and then wants to let all the other spooky ghosts out. Right, like there's like the 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 Ghostbusters Forbidden Zone vault down yeah. there, and but they're more like zombies than ghosts, but they're called ghosts. Yeah. And there's uh, one of the Charlie's Angels husband is very jealous and goes on a murderous rampage, but then gets haunted by this spooky ghost and also is accused of like sexually assaulting the spooky ghost. And it's fucking typical Japanese weirdness. This is Hong Kong, actually. Uh, Oh, it was Hong Kong, wasn't it? Yeah. No, this doesn't make any sense. This doesn't make any sense. Well, give you like you will see. A decapitated corporeal ghost head in a police chase <laughs> with remote control helicopters. Right. It's a police chase uh-huh. where miniature remote control police helicopters are chasing a decapitated ghost head. Correct. That happens in this movie. When you say it like that, there is nothing you can do but say this has to be done. It's what? It's so bananas. And the thing that was most charming to me about this movie was that the the subtitles were done poorly. Oh, my gosh. They don't make sense. One, they don't make sense because they they didn't do a subtle translation. They They did a direct, but they did a bad job with a direct translation. Right. And two, there's typos all over all the over fucking it. place. All over it. But uh, it led to my favorite line in any movie, which is, I was raised around toilets. <laughs> I've been saying that to everybody for weeks now because and it doesn't make sense because they didn't see it, but in the movie, they see something that can't possibly be poo. <laughs> right. In the movie, but again, they're translating it wrong. And so there's this green shit on a table, and they're like, "Is that turd? Is, it must be turd." It's. It, I think it's stink. It's it stink. Yeah, that turd. Let's. <laughs> and then one girl comes in. She's like, "You know what? I was raised around toilets. <laughs> I love turd." What? <laughs> I was raised around toilets. I love turd. She. I. I specifically remember the next thing she said is, "I love turd." And then they took it to the dumpster right and just threw it away where the spooky ghost lives i uh, it's bananas do Absolutely yeah it's do. If you can get a hold of that thing it is fantastic yeah, it sounds shit. pretty awesome wild shit uh last but not least a movie that has been getting a lot of buzz uh this year everybody is talking about it and they are pushing it hard the netflix 
Was Sam, it up to like 60 million views now? Something. I don't know. Netflix is like, boom, shakalaka. And I'm not convinced of any of that. I'm avoiding this movie. But um, you both watch this separately. Sure. Mm-hmm. Sandra Bullock in the Bird Box. Well, <laughs> uh, don't look at the sky or you're going to go fucking crazy. Okay. All right. Uh, I think they're supposed to be aliens. All right. Demons or something. I'm not 100% sure where these things came from. Uh-huh. Uh... You know, but they cause you to just to sit in a car that's on fire or blow your fucking brains out. And then eventually the Trumpers get taken over, but they go around and try to convert other people into the it's, the ghostness. I have no idea what so the fuck is going on. You're evil. Okay. You see these things and they you think they're beautiful and you want everyone else to see them too. So it's the happening, basically. It's the happening. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. Fun. So but the, it's a lot. They did a much better job. Is it good? Uh. Yeah. So you know you have to walk around blindfolded all the time. Okay. Okay. Because it the critics are not happy with it. Well, I, it is getting lambasted, <laughs> but the non critics are like, "This is the greatest shit ever." It's it's not. Okay. Here's the deal. It is genuinely gut wrenching, tense because they do something that's bullshit. They do the most bullshit fucking thing ever. They put two fucking kids on screen. The very beginning of the movie, and you're like, these kids might die. Uh-huh. And then 10 minutes later, you're like, oh, shit, these kids might die horribly. Right. And then halfway through, you're like, these kids might fucking commit suicide in front of me. They're cool. six. Cool. Fuck you. Cool stuff, guys. Fuck you. Yeah. No, no and you know that they're never going to do that. Right. right? But you it's can't the threat of that, that. to, to the, you, the viewer. Yeah. No, I actually, and what's funny about the bird box for me is that I was at my mom's house and we and I watched it with her and I'm like, hey, Bell, I'm like, I guess she likes Sandra Bullock or whatever. Like about three quarters of the way through this when I'm just like, I've had it with the forced tension of the film uh-huh. and I'm like, you know, this is just like torture for the sake of torture. And she was like, oh, I didn't even want to watch this. I just couldn't figure out the remote and it started playing. <laughs> I'm like, the only reason we're watching this is because you forgot how to use your remote for 10 seconds and then started playing Candy Crush and you're not even watching it. (laughs) That's double torture on you. It's double torture. So I had to watch the rest of the thing and the ending is fucking dumb. I thought the whole thing was fucking dumb. So it's a do not from Sam. Yeah. Jackie? It is a total do not. All right. But I love. uh, So let me ask you this. Do you feel like. At the point where they're in the forest, they're about ready to reach this sanctuary that sure. they're trying to get to. Did you feel like that was a little ghosty? It was... Like they're but, talking in somebody else's voice trying to get the kids to take off yeah. their blindfolds. And- the the whole monsters that you don't get to see except for in the drawings, which is just a budgetary concern, whatever, right? You might want to show me a corner. I think that was one problem I had is that there was no reveal, which is fine. Right. But it doesn't matter because... I was just so, like, fuck you over the whole, yeah, you are going to make people uncomfortable that way, but it's cheap. It's cheap. It's just so fucking cheap. Yeah. Well, they had a wind fan that they obviously put behind a tree every once in a no, while. No, I don't mean cheap, that. Like, cheap, in terms budgetly. of the process. I mean that, like, it's a cheap, cheap thrill, gimmick. cheap scare. In terms of a gimmick, threatening to kill children is cheap bullshit. Right. Right. Of course, it's going to make everyone uncomfortable. Now, last question for you guys before we wrap up. If it had been in theaters, would we have seen it in this Mavos? No. 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 People loved it. 
Well, it doesn't matter if people love it. We're the fucking committee. That's true. I mean... I didn't even really think it was riffable. No. And I, I don't think that it would have been on our no. program at all. What about worst, worst movie? No, here's the thing. No. Is that because mm-hmm. I'm saying it's cheap and I hated it because of that cheapness, mm-hmm. everything that happens in that with that production, once the camera starts rolling to when they get done making the movie, mm-hmm. was done very well. Uh. That's the problem is that I hate the script. Uh. Like, I fucking hate the script because it's cheap bullshit on top of the happening, which I already hate. Right. Like, I hate the happening, and then you add a cheap fucking tension mechanic to a bullshit story. Uh-huh. That screenplay is disgusting. Right. Whoever directed it and the people involved in post-production, everything... It's a very well-done little movie that didn't cost that much. So it looks good. It feels it. It paces itself great. It does a good job delivering that bullshit tension. So people are going to like it, right? But that's why it wouldn't have made the SMAV as we, even if, let's say, it got a 25 and we had to, right? Uh-huh. You'd watch it. And you'd be like, yeah, I fucking hate that bullshit, but I can't say that it's worse than The Nun. It's not anywhere near worse than The Nun. Ah. And The Nun's not even as bad as some of the other ones we saw. True. True, true, true. All right. Well, uh, speaking of Smadfuss, we got some Smadfuss movies to watch today. We are going to have that coming up. Uh, we don't know. Uh, probably March again, I would say, but this we're starting to time. get going. Yeah, yeah, it just depends on DVD releases. So, uh, Next pick is Sam's. Sam, what do you got coming? We know what we got coming. Sam's. Not next pick. I'm next pick. The God next damn pick. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you got for us, Justin? Um, I am going to do a follow up. Jackie, you and I watched this movie already. Um, a follow up to our Hell Squad episode. Uh, if anybody remembers Hell Squad from, uh, I think, our second year of doing this. Uh, it's a movie from uh, 1979 called Angels Brigade. So uh, it's on Amazon Prime right now. Check that out. I promise you, you will all enjoy it. And uh, come back to us next week. Get to the chopper. Visit us at www.stinkermadness.com. Follow Stinker Madness on Twitter at Stinker Madness. Please rate and review us on iTunes and Stitcher. Thank you for listening and get to the chopper.